Hey guys, welcome to The Breakdown. My name is Mary. I'm here with Josh and Brock. We are your hosts and every single week we get together and we take a bite-sized portion of the weekend teaching at Hope. Normally. Normally. And we break it down. Mm. But today uh, we're going to dive in to Josh's story a little bit. Josh is one of our hosts here. And um, this is what we're calling Now I Know. Mm. We want to share just things that we've learned through our own experience and some takeaways so that we can impart um, some of that wisdom onto you and you can learn something new about us as well, which but is kind of fun. I'm kind of going to propose right off the bat a new title change. Oh, oh okay. Because it's it? a little confusing now I know. Yeah. But it really has nothing to do with what I know. It's now... Now Josh knows. Now Maybe Josh we could, knows. Now Josh knows. Yeah, yeah, the title of, yeah exactly. It's yeah. now I know, but hopefully you'll know afterwards. What do you know? Yeah, we probably should have talked about that before this, but it feels like we're walking down a very deep <laughs> rabbit hole right here. So. <laughs> Today, I wanted to share a little bit about prayer. I feel like this is something that we as Christians we always hear a lot about uh, how we should be praying, how important prayer is. Uh, lots of different ways in which people pray. And yet it's also, and I would even say we probably would agree with that. Like if I think the typical Christian, you know, if you said, what what are the important things we do as a, as a believer in Christ? You'd probably say, read the Bible, pray, you know, maybe give something like that. And yet prayer, uh, I've, I've found a lot of people also, they don't necessarily know like, well, what does that mean? What does that look like? How, how are there kind of different ways to do this and so on. And so uh, for me, it's it's been a pretty um, significant part of my journey as a Christian. Uh, and so I thought it'd be really fun to specifically look at something that I came across several years ago that I really feel the Lord helped to kind of uh, help me grow in the area of prayer and really take my relationship with Him to like a whole nother level. Yeah. So I'm going to walk y'all through that a little bit. Is that cool? Ladies and gentlemen, Josh's story. So I want to look specifically at the Lord's Prayer. Uh, I came across several books kind of around the same time, probably because I was researching prayer. And uh, it was neat because all like three of them were looking to ways that maybe those who came before us uh, grew in the discipline of prayer. So guys like Augustine, Martin Luther, um, a couple others that I'm drawing a blank on at the moment. But uh, something that that they would look to, which uh, it might sound surprising, but then you're kind of like, oh yeah, that makes sense, is the Lord's Prayer that Jesus walks us through uh, in Matthew chapter six, which is part of his Beatitudes Sermon on the Mount, not Beatitudes, but the Sermon on the Mount where we know the Beatitudes from, things like that. But the Lord's Supper, uh, Lord's Prayer from, uh, from Matthew chapter six. What kind of triggered that for you? Like, why were you like, mm, I'm going to look into this now? Yeah. So it is interesting because uh, as a Christian, we talk about this often, how we're constantly continuing to grow and mature as Christians and our relationship with the Lord. I was in a particular season where uh, I feel like um, I just didn't know. I knew you were like supposed to pray, didn't know much about prayer. Uh, I think my kind of method for prayer was okay, when someone asked me to pray, then I would pray. And it was usually kind of a prepackaged kind of prayer uh, where I kind of knew the things you were supposed to say, didn't really like, like quote unquote, like feel them necessarily. I just kind of, you know, and, and so, uh, but, but I was kind of, I was starting to read the Bible more uh, 
And I think the Lord was starting to shape my heart uh, in certain areas. And so I do remember um, this kind of season where my prayers say like, if Faith and I were praying before bed or, uh, or we're praying for a meal or something like that, uh, they kind of were a little bit longer and they were a little bit more like appreciative. And, uh, and it's funny because Faith is the one who uh, recognized that and said, hey, I think maybe the Lord is is growing you in this particular area. You should ask him about that. You should like lean into that. And uh, and I thought that was really interesting. Um, we were talking about this a couple, a couple of days ago, but uh, you know, as we were preparing for this podcast, you could kind of uh, draw maybe a line there of like uh, recognizing immaturity in this particular discipline. And I would say so. Like I, I would say. Yeah, uh, I look back and I go, yes, very immature uh, in many ways as a Christian, particularly in this area. But it was really neat for for faith to kind of recognize that, affirm that, and then um, and then the Lord to kind of point me in a in a good direction to grow uh, in prayer. But specifically, uh, what's even cooler is that it was specifically to His Word mm-hmm. and this kind of precedent that Jesus sets for us when it comes to seeking the Father through prayer. Pretty awesome. A couple clarifying points there. In case you're wondering, Faith is Josh's wife. That's true. Okay. And then also, it's really interesting that you would go to this section about prayer because Jesus says, when you pray, this is how you should pray. So it's weird that you would go where Jesus tells us how to pray to learn <laughs> how to pray. That's a little strange to <laughs> I me. Know. I don't quite understand why you would do that. You know, what's, what's super weird is there are passages where Jesus is like, do this, don't do this. And yet it's like, it doesn't occur to us that he's like, means it. You know, mm-hmm. and so kind of in retrospect, I look back at that and go, "Yeah, that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. That's really cool that, that that's the way that works." So, anywho, um, did you did you like receive that well? Whenever she was like, you uh, know, mentioning, yeah. were you like, "Totally true, uh, yes, oh, I need totally. to grow in this," or were you kind of like perplexed, <laughs> vexed? <laughs> I think <laughs> did so. It here's, cause a conundrum in you. Yeah. If if uh, if anyone, so anyone who who knows my wife, uh, she is she is so gentle, and so kind. gentle, so sweet, so kind, incredibly like wise. Yes. So it's a really awesome mixture of uh, like like truth, but it's kind of like truth and love, mm-hmm. you know. And so I know it's funny because I know I'm sure my response was like, "You need to grow in prayer," you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure that was in there uh, just because of my own immaturity. Your response is, "Oh yeah, you need to grow in prayer." Is that your response? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You okay. need to you pray. Need to grow, oh, yeah. Like maybe the Lord's growing in prayer. Oh, maybe He's growing you in prayer. Yeah. Yeah. But that. <laughs> I, but but like I just remember it, my memory of it is it was just a it was a really sweet uh, benchmark when the Lord used someone really close to me to kind of shepherd me into this yeah. new kind of season of my relationship with him. I mean, it was so cool, right? And uh, and then, but then to have uh, really helpful resources is such a helpful thing that a lot of people, I don't know that they really know where to begin with that kind of stuff, right? And so so the books that they're, uh, the, the one that I remember reading first, it's called Prayer by Dave Early. Uh, and, uh, and then I also read prayer it's by Timothy Keller and, um, and, and those were the two main ones. Then there was a third one. I can't remember right now, but it was interesting because the three of them took, they, they spent significant kind of real estate in their book and they broke down the Lord's prayer based on how like some of these, I call them kind of like forefathers of the church would do it. And, uh, and so by looking at the Lord's prayer. So I want to read that. I want to read the Lord's prayer, Matthew 6, 9 through 13. Uh, Cause this is Jesus saying in verse nine, uh, when you pray, here's how you should pray. And he says, our father in heaven, 
hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And then in some of the um, versions of the Lord's prayer, it ends with, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever, amen. And so the way in which these books took the Lord's prayer was they, they actually, and this I thought was incredible. This is what we try to do on the breakdown all the time, but it, it kind of broke it down. So it took it kind of section by section. And then instead of just praying this prayer kind of like mechanically, it was, what, what, is, what is Jesus saying here? So what is, when Jesus says, our father who art in heaven, what is he saying? When he says, hallowed be thy name, what is he saying? What's the theology behind that? What are the, the practical implications that this means for us? Uh, and so it was just fascinating to see uh, not only what, what they're, what, what's going on there, but also kind of how that applies to our everyday lives and the everyday stuff of our lives, you know? So I wanted to do that a little bit today uh, is just do that in the same way. So break it down. So let's begin with uh, our father who art in heaven. Um, some of the amazing things about this, and then just, just kind of think about this uh, a little bit, kind of like let this sit in, but, but we're, the, the whole thing begins with um, calling out to the God of all creation and calling him father. So, so yes, God, yes, King, but also father, you know, uh, paternal, loving, caring, generous. And um, not only is that who he is, but he, he is that to us now because we've been adopted as his children in the grace of Jesus. And it's incredible. I mean, how many times have, have we thought of or even prayed the Lord's prayer and never paused to think of like the depth and robustness of that phrase? So when you say our father to you, like as you begin the prayer that way, it's evoking certain thoughts and memories and ideas and of uh, like God versus, you know, it's like, it, it's creating this whole world of uh, a narrative in your brain. Is yeah. that, would that be an accurate way Absolutely. to say it? Absolutely. And, and so one of the helpful ways that, that these books kind of uh, categorize the different parts of this prayer, uh, the first one was like adoration. So Jesus is also modeling to us that we're not just jumping into like asking God for stuff. Yo, God, here's what I need. Yeah, yeah. hey God, you know, call him up. And uh, if you didn't, you didn't see this, but I just made like a phone signal with my hand. Yes. And then you know you do the hang up thing like when they recorded, but that's not a thing anymore. So just dated myself <laughs> just a, a little bit. Uh, but we don't just kind of jump in and go, hey God, this is what I want. We start by by adoring Him. I mean, how uh, what does that do in your heart when you think about the fact that He's this loving Father? because he's adopted us as his children in Christ. Like, that's incredible. It's definitely, like, intimate in it a is. way. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think it's hard to think of God as a father in, in that way. Was that, like, shifting for you a little bit of, like, okay, I, I did you already think of him as a father? Or was that kind of a new, like, revelation for you of, like, wow, like, there's a tenderness in this prayer? Yeah, I probably— not struggle with that, but that's probably the one that's taking the longest to kind of develop in my mind, you know, is that fatherly yeah. uh, aspect of my relationship with him. Um, because the, as you dig into like things like that, it, it, it's a little bit more clear to me, like, um, like the position that I have as his child is only possible because 
of the fact that Christ has like saved me, redeemed me, washed me clean. Like there's something about that where I go, man, that's awesome. That makes sense. But then that just like fatherly, I'm his child. It is more and more and more like sweet to me, especially since uh, I've, we've had uh, a son of our own. And I, and I often will just kind of sit there holding him and just have that moment of like, like, wow, this is, this is, uh, re- this resembles my relationship with God. Like, how mm-hmm. sweet is that? Like, yeah. that this is how God feels about me. You know, that's amazing. Um, so, but yeah, absolutely this thing that's continuing to take shape in my own mind. It's, it seems like, as you're talking about this, like, it's resonating in my, in my heart, my brain a little bit. Like, what you're really doing is this, in this adoration aspect is, it's so important to know good theology because you start to think about who God is and you start to think about that, it kind of can reset everything. Oh yeah, God's the creator. He's my father. He's with me. He's in control of all. And like you're resetting your brain and your heart a little bit yeah. to, to focus on him. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I have a different focus because God's the one in control. Absolutely. And that's what a lot of this uh, beginning of this prayer is, is it's a it's adoring God and recognizing you know, who he is and and thanking him for that in a sense. And so, you know, that is our father, you know, his word teaches us that we're supposed to seek him. We're supposed to call upon him uh, that, that he could rightly uh, judge us according to our sin. However, uh, instead he sent his son to like save us and die for us. And, uh, and so we have life for him instead. I mean, that's an incredible thing. And so we can also ask him to help us trust him as a father you know, I, I know I do that all the time. Lord, please help me trust you. Please help me trust you with this. Please help me let loose of that. But as we remember that he's a loving father, uh, then we can seek him as such and we can ask him to help us uh, remember that he's a, a sweet, loving, generous dad, which is amazing. So then Jesus continues. He says, hallowed be thy name. Uh, this again, we're adoring him. Um, we're there's this kind of sense of awe and this wonder about his magnificence and his beauty and uh, that not only are we his children, but we're like, we're like his name bearers now, right? So we're, we're in a sense, we're kind of like his heritage, we're his legacy. And so, uh, you know, we're asking him to help us be proper representations of him here in this life, on this world. You know, we're his ambassadors, God making his appeal through us. And so asking us to remind us of that so that we can be faithful as we spread, you know, his love uh, for others throughout the world. And then Jesus says, thy kingdom come, Uh, which again, that's this really helpful uh, reorientation to what you were saying earlier, Brock, about this is about him. This is about you. This is your kingdom. You're the king. I'm not the king. You're the king. This is not my kingdom. This is your kingdom. And uh, and so again, that's this this adoration that helps align uh, our affections yeah. and our motivations to Him uh, as the one who's the one that deserves them. Deserves them. So really, what you're doing is, as I'm hearing this, is you're taking the first part of your prayer time and just realigning your thoughts. Yeah, thinking about God. So that's that's how you're starting your prayers. So like, I'm going to take some time. Realign my thoughts. Remember who God is. Is that would that be an accurate way to absolutely? Yeah, yeah. And even the way that that kind of adoration section closes is Jesus says, He sums it up with Thy will be done. Uh, so, so this is this is about um, regardless of my circumstance, uh, regardless of my feelings, uh, regardless of the things that I see or the things that I need. This is about You and Your perfect and pleasing will for my life. Help me trust You. Uh, and help, and, and so it's this alignment with him and his character, his true character, 
uh, and his love for us that then allows us to then transition into the second part. But which, if you know his true character, it's easy to say, I'm going to trust you then. Yes, yeah, exactly. Which is cool because now, if you think about it, now as we maybe then go to him and ask him for things with a proper heart alignment, it actually, now we have this opportunity to allow him to even adjust what it is that I go to him and ask for, right? So the next part that these books kind of talk about is the petition part of the Lord's Supper. So adoration, now we're at petition. So adoration, petition. So petition is where uh, we present our needs or the needs of others to the Lord. Typically, probably the thing that we jump into either immediately or super quick, you know? And so a tendency, I know for me sometimes, I'm like, yes, 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 Lord, you're good. I adore you. Now here's what I need. And so, yeah. and so again, it's helpful to walk through this because it really keeps us from doing that. And it allows the spirit to help align our hearts yeah, with sometimes God. Sometimes we think that's all that prayer is, petition. Yeah. Like we don't have all those other pieces. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely. Really uh, it's super helpful to, to keep that in mind. Uh, and so, so Jesus now says, this is where he says, give us this day our daily bread. Uh, he's, he's, it's cool because he's also, it's like he's giving us permission, right? He's, he's not, he's saying, here's how you pray. And part of that is we go to the Lord and we ask him to provide. Uh, we recognize that we have needs. Um, and, and so we humbly go before him, uh, not only um, asking for him to provide, but but with expectancy that he's going to provide. Because because why? Because he's our loving father that that's generous and caring and provides for us. Uh, so then the next part, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. This is really, I think, a really important part that um, that a lot of us often miss in prayer too. Is this God forgive me, forgive me for whatever? But how important is it that we've adored? God. We've been reminded of our standing before him in Christ. Uh, we've asked him to help us trust him. We've been uh, reminded of his provision. And now with that kind of helpful, godly alignment of our heart, now we go to him with probably more of a proper understanding of maybe our struggle, the sin, whatever that is, in a way that it really is this, you're so good. How could I have ever sinned against you? Please, Lord, forgive me for that. Yeah, and I, and I also love too that it, we've talked about you know verb tenses and things like that before, but this doesn't say uh, it, there's a lot of us in here. Like we're not just praying for our needs; we're yeah. praying for our brothers and sisters yep. around yeah. the world, which wow. is pretty cool too. So it's a, the more uh, global perspective. Absolutely, yeah. That's a that's a great insight because it's not it's not he's not saying forgive me for my debts; he's saying forgive us for yeah. our debt. There's yeah. very much a communal aspect of this, which is cool because. It's also this model for praying with and for one another, which is really helpful. Um, and so then uh, the prayer of Jesus, it leads into this kind of lead us not into temptation. So being uh, protected from uh, from sinning, but also even considering sinning, right? Because the thing is, is like when we're worshiping God, when we're reminded of his love for us, um, what that does is it evokes a love for him. It, it that's the thing that's going to motivate us to live our lives for him. And so um, so when we then are saying, and Lord, lead us not into, into temptation, it's because we, we're in this kind of state where we go, I don't want to sin against you. I want to honor you. I want my life to be this good and proper reflection of you and who you are uh, as a reminder to myself and a reminder to those around me. Uh, and so that's an incredibly uh, important part of that too. He, he then says, deliver us from evil. So it's another ask. Uh, this one, um, you know, we we recently did a recording um, about kind of injustices in the world, and I would say this is this is Jesus kind of affirming that we 
um, we're, we're to take part in that. We're to uh, provide for those various injustices. We're supposed to uh, pray, pray on behalf of those people who maybe uh, are voiceless or marginalized or whatever. Uh, and so this is, yes, delivering us from evil, but it's also protecting them from evil, uh, whether that's spiritual evil or just uh, evil that's kind of in the world that would um, oppress, uh, forsake, things like that. Uh, and then we get into this last part, which uh, we were trying to figure out a good way to to, to title that. I don't know if we did because we have adoration. We do. Petition, petition kind of as you're thinking through. So. Or ask. Yeah, yeah. Was well, there's another A? Yeah, adoration, ask. Teach them the word. Yeah. That yeah. it is. Okay. Do you know what it is? Ascribe. Ascription. Yeah. Ascription. Yeah. Not prescription. So a new word, if they don't know it, you can kind of define it for us. Google it. Well, ascription is this idea of now that we've 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 adored God, we've we've brought our request to Him. Um, now we're we're reminding ourselves of like His goodness, His greatness by ascribing to Him these things, right? So. So the prayer ends, for, for thine is the kingdom. This is your kingdom. For thine is the power. This is your power. For thine is the glory forever. This is your glory, eternal glory. And then amen is, you know, in the name of Jesus Christ, it, it's done kind of, right? That kind of biblical uh, in Christ, you know, is, is God's yes. And so it's this um, just one final reminder of God's sufficiency uh, and that, that no one, nothing could ever snatch us away from his kingdom power or glory because he's a heavenly loving father. So when your car breaks down, Mary, who do you call? Not Ghostbusters. Not but, Ghostbusters. No, who do you call? The Lord. No, you call Triple A. Triple A. When your car breaks down. So <laughs> okay, I feel like I was set up. Yeah, you were set up. So this is this is a Triple A way to pray. Yeah. Yes. Adoration. A triple ask, A. And then uh, ascribe. Yeah. Adore. So, adore a triple A model. Absolutely. Adore. Ask yeah. and ascribe. Yeah. So I'm kind of you know hearing this. I I love like bringing that understanding to people and knowing that. And so you learned all that right, and you kind of had a better understanding of it but did how did that change you did it did was it easy to start applying that like did what did it look like to actually start practicing that one of the most incredible things to me about the gospel is that it, man it's real i think you know and that may sound funny but but to me like the power of the of the gospel so like what christ has accomplished and how he uh, is is ruler like over the, over everything in our lives right now is how in those moments where it's like I don't know which way is up anxiety ridden crushed by uh, worry depression whatever uh, circumstances just couldn't be worse and yet and yet there's something outside of those things uh, which is we know is God and His love for us that truth that objective truth of Him and His love for us that allows us almost to like like transcend the circumstances and the feelings and see it with a godly perspective and, and actually experience um, like a joy, even though we're in the midst of suffering, mm -hmm. a peace, even though it's such a like confusing season, you know? And so, so prayer is just in my experience, that's where those things happen. That's where he, he sh reminds me of his love again and he shows me how to let go of things. Um, you know, he reminds me of his mercies and he restokes the embers of my heart for him. That's, that's where that happens is, is when I'm seeking him in prayer.
So taking it back to kind of what started all of this, you know, maybe I don't remember if it was specifically around the table, but uh, around that table, your prayers are different now, right? Like when you pray, it's like there's there's something, there's more substance is kind of what it's sounding like. Yeah, Yeah. that's incredible. I hope that you're so encouraged by that. And maybe those of you who are like, man, I don't even know how to pray. Hopefully just understanding that a little more and just start practicing that. And, um, you know, maybe your prayers around the table will start looking a little different as well. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Breakdown. You know, it's our hope that you've learned something new about God's word for the sake of knowing God and taking one step in your journey to the center of God's purpose for your life. If you're wanting to keep the discovering going, which we hope you are, you can check out past episodes at hopefellowship.net slash podcasts or by searching The Breakdown on Spotify or any other streaming platform. And don't forget, please leave us a review. We'll see you guys next time for another episode of The Breakdown.